Hello, hello. Hi, um, welcome back. So we're here for another episode of Life of a Black Woman, and today we are touching on a not-so-light topic. Um, welcome back, Faye. Thank you. Um, thank you for being open to do this episode, and thank you for having me again. I appreciate no it. No problem. So today, we just want to talk about, um, you know, a current issue that is plaguing the African-American Black community. And would you like to go into it, Faye? Um, I'll just kind of start off with um, how we're here. I called Shalea this morning because I was really um, shaken, honestly, by a lot of the videos that I've seen on social media um, in the last couple days in terms of George Floyd um, uh, last week and the week or the week before um, about Ahmaud Aubrey. And then um, I recently had a friend send me a documentary and she sent it to me yesterday. I checked it this morning. This is what really sparked this is a documentary that's discussing how marijuana is actually being brought up in all of these cases. Trayvon Martin, Sandra Bland, Castile, um, as kind of which seems like they're trying to rationale that with why people are dead mm. at this point. And it disgusted me. Yeah, that's, that's all. <laughs> it, it disgusted me, um, honestly. And it was just like, I mean, we're being murdered <laughs> in the street. And mm-hmm. then um, we're not even able to rest in peace. Uh, our families can't, can't mourn us privately nope. because down the line there's there's questions of our character for for things that have nothing to do with why we were killed yeah the way that they <laughs> the way that they present them in the media right um you know they'll use the worst picture that they can find of you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they'll you know focus on negativity instead of positivity you see the positive coming from their family members Mm-hmm. Um, not the media really you know I think it's starting to turn around in the media just a little bit from what I've been reading lately but it's still not enough we should keep going babe sorry for interrupting <laughs> no no interruptions this is a conversation thank mm-hmm. you for all of the input that you have um, given so far and all that you will give um, this is a conversation I just want us to have I think this morning actually was the first time we really had a conversation um like the one we had mm-hmm. uh because the the reason I wanted to do this was we don't have it we don't discuss kind of how in our daily lives hearing about um the traumatic deaths yeah. of people that look like us um we don't we don't deal with it we don't talk about it we don't we don't recognize it it's just coming to light really now a lot of things um and how they're they're affecting our mental health it's sad like it's (laughs) it's sad it's scary you know i i have a son who looks at me with his little eyes every day and i have Mm -hmm. to think you know when i found out that i was having a son i was like oh my goodness you know i have to protect him (laughs) i remember we we actually talked about it and I think that even with 
with um I have two little brothers mm-hmm. <laughs> 12 and 7 um and then I have nephews I have um three three little nephews you know mm-hmm. all under 8 and it's just like even with those I I still I don't have a son, you know what I mean? Like, I love them with all my heart, but I don't have a son. And it wasn't really until we had that conversation this morning that I really, um, you know, like I've connected with other people, other mothers when they said it. But when you said it, my best friend is saying, I have to look at my little black son every day. And when he gets older, I'm going to have to worry about him leaving the house. Yeah. It's like you hear it, but you don't realize how real that is. Uh-huh. until it's right in front of you and you're like whoa like literally we can't do anything no at all without thinking about it you know like I live in Laurel Maryland I can't you know I feel a little bit uncomfortable sometimes jogging but I'm not jogging um <laughs> I, I fake jog up there, ah, but like look I jogging, walk y'all. look 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 <laughs> look I really just tried it <laughs> yeah I'll be trying to get her we, this is off topic but I'll be trying to get her to work out and she'll be like, like I ain't messing with you I look I go for you. walks I just started um going back outside for walks <laughs> I'm gonna bring you on around but, me real soon but yes yeah, I like running for fun Shalea too she gonna be competitive I'm gonna be like Mm-mm, I'm back here with my inhaler <laughs> Okay. You so I silly. Was not built for that. Okay. <laughs> we need to walk. Right. <laughs> but no, walking though in my neighborhood, you know, it's a lot of white families in the neighborhood that's right, you know, behind my apartments. And, you know, I'm just walking to get some fresh air, but I think about that, you know. Anytime I'm by myself, it's too quiet. I see somebody peeking out, watch me, or whatever. Like I'm like, well, what is gonna happen? Exactly. We never know who's next. And I actually have, um, you know, that that art piece that I did mm-hmm. with mm, beautiful. This beautiful art piece is so powerful. Oh yeah, it's so heavy. It's so deep. And honestly, it just came to me. So I, I don't even you know, sit here taking credit for it. But yeah, y'all, it's going to sell for millions or billions one day. Just no. trust. I Just love the sight. Trust. But, but ah, the... girl, we're into <laughs> existence. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. But <laughs> the piece is just, it's, I painted the background, then I have these pictures that I got um, from different protests, you know, different protests about police brutality, about our lives mattering and it's just I think it's tough when you you have to literally think about is your life important to the 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 people that may be next to you you yeah. know what I mean um, and will will the lack of importance of my life cost me my life man. <laughs> and um speaking backtracking to what you said about your walking in the neighborhood you know I actually was just having a conversation with you earlier where I was saying how you know I've been I picked up the habit of jogging and I love jogging mm-hmm. outside I yes, love this is outside. the jogger. <laughs> yeah, I, I love running. Um, I've always ran my whole life. So now I'm jogging back outside. And, um, you know, the first week that I was doing it, I was so hyped. I was so pumped. And everybody's just like, oh, good job. You're doing it. And then I had a conversation with um, one of my family members. And they were just like, be careful. And I'm like, huh? Be careful? What are you talking about? You know? Um, and this is just after the Maude Arbery. Um, case that just happened mm-hmm. and they just like be careful and they was like you're black yeah. be careful and I didn't it didn't cross my mind 
you know of course I know like I have this anxiety all the time about being black and being out and when we see the police we're scared because we're just like okay I'm black what if they try to switch something up but look at me like you know I'm a criminal and try to do something to me but then I'm like okay well I can't even go jogging in my own neighborhood because it's nothing I live in Howard County it is nothing but white people who live in these houses up here and I live in Anne Arundel County right next door white people you know what I'm saying and it's just like as I'm running and I'm seeing these people they're at their door they're um, taking out their trash they're going out to get their you know little mail or whatever and I'm looking at them and I'm like oh my goodness like what if they get scared like oh this girl's running up the street let's call the police you know what if they do that and then I started running with a knife because I'm like okay well I do need some type of protection what Mm -hmm. if what if something was to happen and they say oh she was a criminal she had a knife she tried to break in somebody's house but I'm like my own business and I mean all they do that's that's what it is it's like and it won't even be a real narrative however if they do happen to find anything on you something meant to protect you like that knife then a narrative is created um, to paint you in a negative light Mm -hmm. and it's it's, it's it's I mean again we're dead and we're we're still you know we're we're leaving our families to rationalize why we didn't deserve to die in cold blood for mm-hmm. walking for jogging for you know just for living being, life for, I'm sorry wait <laughs> for, for, for what, what did they say George Floyd for forgery suspected of forgery mm-hmm. you don't even know if it's the guy it doesn't really matter he fits the description you see him he's suspected of forgery this guy is telling you this is the second case that we've had with this I can't breathe being said verbally and heard by people around recorded and yet it's ignored yeah there's not been any lethal force on the other side there's not been any you know danger coming from the other side which is us mm-hmm. you know and and you know the black men that represented us and that had to die unfortunately like this is it's, I mean I <laughs> It hurts me. There's so many black men in our lives. And we really, we, I mean, this fight or flight response yeah. is is being in use constantly. And that's not its, its design at all. You know, it's having negative physiological effects on our, our, our minds and our bodies, mm-hmm. you know, um, just just because of the color of our skin exactly you know things i mean literal literal aspects of life that we consider differently because of our skin color not anything else not because we did something wrong but just because we were born with this skin and i think that's that that that's deep Mm -hmm. (laughs) to say the least you know and you know it brings me to you know because this is so painful and it hurts and we're tired we're we're tired of seeing this Mm. we're tired we're losing not only black women but also um, black men but also black women we're losing our black community Mm -hmm. so what do we need to like what do we as a community need to do together to make this stop that could actually make it effective it's not going to be breaking into stores that makes us look even more crazy and you know more criminal it's not you know killing people it's not any of that but what will what will it take what will it take i know and we've already rioted i mean not rioted we've marched well they Mm -hmm. did riot but we've marched you know i was actually in the march i just was telling ife i marched six years ago 
you know, when they shot Ferguson. Yeah, you know, we I actually we did too. Actually, um, no, I'm trying to think. At Bowie, we did um, a march up up Laurel Bowie Road, 197. When I can, you know, the crazy thing. I can't remember the name of whoever passed because it's that's how many. You said 2012. This no 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 at Bowie no. Oh. This was 2014 maybe 15 possibly. It was, it was another one in 2014 too. At 2015 was. maybe. And it's you hear how we have to discuss this. Yeah. There was a, there was another there was another man lynched <laughs> yesterday. You know over and over and over again they can just leave the flag out. You know, yeah. Um, yep. But uh, just they to get doing that to too your, again. <laughs> to, to get back to your question, what can we do? Um, I was actually having that conversation with my dad earlier. Um, my dad is very. He, he he's a. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not to describe him. Her he's dad a, is dope, y'all. Like, <laughs> just put it like that. Is. That's one of my favorite, all-time favorite people. You know how to do, like, everything. <laughs> yeah, that's where I get it from. Yeah, so talented. <laughs> Her mom, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was extremely blessed. I'm not about to mm-hmm. lie. But um, my dad is um a social... He, he's not as into it now, but he was a social activist at one point. Um, right now and it's more family than anything but he's he's, you know he still has that mindset and that understanding of everything that's going on so we talked about it and he was just like we have to really feed into this July 7th um, not buying thing you know people of color need to all come together and kind of make an impact where it counts Mm -hmm. and the thing is that a lot of the things um, that are done to us um, yes, they. When it comes to the police, they're just being dumb because they have the the country has showed them that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the grant on the grander scale, um, I think these things are being done because of capitalism. You know, this is the whole idea that the country was built on, which is the idea that um, money runs everything. You know, mm-hmm. money is is why we're doing everything, and so unfortunately we keep um standing in the way of this country getting their money (laughs) Uh (laughs) and so with that being said we hold the buying power um yeah you know black people as a whole hold buying power we we make up the market and so if we all participate in this july 7th um kind of a, a fast uh representative this is just for a day for the black community yeah just not buying anything all day Shit, we need to and, do that for a year y'all <laughs> no no honestly yeah so he was actually talking about every time this happens which 18 every 18 to 22 hours he said um a black person is murdered um you know that's not even within one a day that's that's you know which is crazy to me so he's like if if we did it every time that happened or um almost or every other time or something like that then we could really kind of get some change going because we're hitting people where it hurts money is is the root yeah you know money money is the root the tree the everything and so if we actually could be disciplined enough to support only um circulate our money only within ourselves you know among ourselves Mm -hmm. then that would be that would be really good because 
that's how change was sparked when it came to the civil rights movement you know what i mean like mm-hmm. at the end of the day they didn't they didn't decide that we were you know worthy of things they decided that we were taking too much money when the bus boycott happened mm-hmm. so it's just like okay we got to do something to appease these people and pacify them we don't want to be pacified anymore i think we're tired of being pacified we want to know we want some real change. We want some real, you know, um, some real solutions to the problems that we're telling you we had that you see we have. You know what I mean? We have to realize also that it's not about laws because they show us every day that they don't follow their own laws when it comes to our murders. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't keep trying to rationalize why we deserved it through the law because the law isn't being followed. Um but, you know, on top of all of this, I just feel like we as a black community have to lead by example. Definitely. And honestly, I don't think we've been doing the best job of doing that. Um, and I feel like just, you know, like how you said, supporting black businesses, you know, um, stop killing one another. And I know that's everybody's like, oh, we've been saying it for the longest time. But honestly, think about it. If we were to stop killing our own, we will set that example that nobody shouldn't touch us like we shouldn't be bothered like don't mess with us because we're not even messing like we're not harming ourselves we're not harming our community so why are you trying to come to our community and harm us so anytime this all of this stuff happens they go back to well it's black on black crimes blah 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 blah. like y'all mad at us but y'all still doing the same thing your community they don't have respect for us because we're not showing them like that we can all stand together and not harm one another well one thing that I definitely um brought up to my dad earlier is that I feel like we're so used to um defending ourselves you know for crimes we did not commit Mm -hmm. that we go to um rationalize for them you know what we've done right and I don't think we we have to do that I think that yes we definitely have to start at home you know definitely. what I mean that's not that's not a question yeah we gotta make um, our foundation solid but we are not we're not doing that just so they so they don't have that you know rationale no, for us we want to do it because we want to have unity exactly. you know what I mean And so much power comes when we have unity. Mm -hmm, So much mm -hmm. can get done when we have unity. When we're all on the same level. Exactly. When we're all on the same level and we're all thinking the same, we can get so much done. But right now, and it doesn't even always have to be the same. That's the thing. We have so many different groups. Like my my uncle is actually a current social activist um, and does a lot of things. Um for for the African American population. Mm-hmm. However, um the thing is that we have so many of these groups and then they have a difference and then we have separation because of one or two differences in ideas. So we don't have to be on the exact same page, but we need to realize whatever page it is, it's us. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it doesn't really not that it doesn't matter. It definitely matters, but we need to also kind of accept our differences and still be like we're not going to allow um allow ourselves to be separated just because of our differences oh definitely because we see that in all the other communities i'm sure they have issues with one another however you're still seeing um 
um, different Asian populations and communities, they support their own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the Chinese are making sure everybody that they know in America that's Chinese is straight. Yeah. You know, Indians are making sure everybody oh, yes. from India is straight. They take you know, care like, of their communities. It girl. doesn't, it doesn't matter um, what that means, you know, and not in a negative standpoint, but just the fact that they're dedicated to it. And mm -hmm. we, we don't show that we're dedicated to ourselves and our wellness. Exactly. And, and what I will, I want to say though, is, like take that, that that's a step-by-step -step process you know what I mean like mm -hmm. this is a, a for, in my opinion this is a um a long um a system that has been grown for a long time you know what I yeah. mean and progressed and developed over time and we have been subjected to it and so it takes a lot to unlearn anything definitely and this is the also the reason I feel like entertainment what we see on television every day how they portray black people on tv and you know music and the media it's just a lot you know no, it all it all plays a role yeah it all plays a role definitely all, i mean even the fact that we have this video out um of george floyd's killing um mm -hmm. i have not watched it y'all yeah no we mm -hmm. i, I when well, i was actually I'm just tired earlier i was breaking down when i was telling her i'm like i I don't actually typically watch the news at all. Um, I don't even look at those posts on social media. And it's not because I don't want to know. But what we it don't hurts. understand is that we... It, I mean, it does hurt. It hurts so much. Um, but we... The more we expose ourselves to that, the the more desensitized we come. And that's intentional. That you know, so we, but we don't want to get to the point of you know we've seen this so much that it doesn't you know it doesn't make a difference that's to so, We're so numb to it yeah. we don't i don't want that you know what i mean first of all i don't want to see it at all mm -hmm. second of all you know, I don't think that we're gaining anything. I don't think we're serving ourselves when we watch those videos. I don't, you know, we can read the story. We can know what's going on without subjecting ourselves to these traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, we're already getting and having those traumatic um, um, outcomes afterwards as just people that look like whoever has passed away, um, whoever was killed at the time. Yeah. But we don't want that additional one from seeing that visual. Like we don't need that at all. Mm -hmm. I, I I I can't say that enough. We don't need that. We don't want to see that. Um, we don't want to think it's okay, you know, subconsciously because we've seen it so much. Yeah, and that's what our brain just does automatically. It so. does definitely from a that that was <laughs> that's real. Like I didn't think about that, but honestly, Eve. That is so true because after a while we start saying, oh, another person killed, you know, like, and mm -hmm. we don't have that pain in our heart anymore, like how we used to have, because it's starting to become normal in a sense. Yeah. You're starting to say, okay, this is a normal thing. It just happens. Like how they said on, um, what was it? On belly, right? It was like, it was, it was, what is what you saying? Yeah, I forget. Somebody said it to me the other day. I ain't going to say it right now. But, uh, <laughs> No, that's what they said. People get shot every day, every day B. That's what he said. Like, yeah. like you know, yeah, we're not yeah. trying to do that here. This is yeah, not a movie. We don't this want, is real life. We don't want that. We don't want that feeling. We don't want that sentiment. Um, I just, whew, man, I don't. I, I it's it when I when I see this, um consistently so it's been a lot of back-to-back -back things happening with people 
you know, other stories of white people accusing black people of things so they could get out of trouble. Mm, that's it's, every day. <laughs> yeah, but it's been like they've been, they've been getting more notoriety of like larger stories where they're like accusing people of kidnapping murder. Wow. Um, you know, and like it was a I don't know the woman's name, but some woman accused they she said the two black men had kidnapped her son. Apparently she had drowned him. Oh wow. Um and it was like a youth pastor that said that he um was kidnapped but by, by black men um because he was apparently he was somewhere he wasn't supposed to be. Well, pastor, shame on you. Um, language. It's no, I mean, and I'm just, it's just like, I'm not surprised by these things anymore, but it's just like, I didn't, some of the heights that these things are going to, I'm like, okay, like they, it's blatant. It's just, it gets, it got so blatant for me that I just, I really want people to see that if no, you know, if no one, cares about you you have to care about yourself we have to care about ourselves as a unit like we all need to really find a way to to um grow Mm -hmm. (laughs) so going back to going back to when you said that you've been you know kind of breaking down and have anxiety about this I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate and you know um they are feeling like they're having this on their heart what's some advice that you think you can give to help people keep a level head this extremely trying time especially with COVID happening we're all stuck in the house and you know now we're seeing all of this on TV two killings back to back and um, or you know on social media so what advice do you think you can give I think number one is to not ignore it mm-hmm. <laughs> okay what we can do is ignore it because then when we kind of get approached by it it's just like it, everything's at once you know we're kind of back into this other reality so don't ignore it I think you have to um, know what's going on however limit that get off of social media like I think I'm about to have to take a couple days off because mm-hmm. how I felt this morning I, I wasn't I didn't like that you know what I mean and again I want to know about it but it's just it's a disgusting reality, you know. We have to kind of take a take breaks from being exposed to all that information, uh-huh. um, and take breaks from processing it. But definitely, always go back to that later. Um, I think that we have to have these conversations, though. Yeah, I think we have to definitely talk about it and let it out, and not let those things sit inside of us um, and build hate and anger um, and bitterness for a people, for um, ourselves, for anything. I think we just have to really let it out, mm-hmm. um, and then I think we really have to find constructive things to do. Yeah. Um, with our family and friends like we have to keep living mm-hmm. you know you were talking about you jogging and I'm like but you're still gonna go and it's 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 not that you're, you we don't think about it it's not that our fears are not real but it's we cannot stop living our lives um because of that fear yeah you know because then it's like the proverbial they they win you know and we don't that's that's not that's not an option I think we really have to keep being resilient and keep on keep on doing the thing that that got us here you know stay strong Mm -hmm. you know 
during this time but vulnerability and and about how you feel about it is staying strong you know yeah. don't get that don't get that messed up you mm-hmm. know being open is staying strong living and smiling is staying strong yeah. you know crying is staying strong definitely yeah. and let it out let it out because crying i mean if you don't cry sometimes it can turn into a terrible anger that you do not want to be inside of your body like it can just... no, i mean i've had conversations with people recently like those biological things turn very physiological, which means they start to affect your mind and your body. Exactly. Um, and and it's that's I mean, you don't want that. I've seen people talk about their family members getting cancer because of anger. Stress. Because, because of anger, because of stress, mm-hmm. because of you know, um, not not really breaking down those generational traumas that are within their family like this is a real thing you guys mental health is serious it affects every aspect of your life you know whether you have a life or not so um you know the way these killings affect us is serious the way these killings affect us is real you know so we have to acknowledge that um in as many positive ways as possible and definitely you know spend time with your loved ones if you can i know it's COVID right now so we can't really get out but call them you know text them let them know you love them like let a black man and woman know you love them that you care about them let love into your life like start appreciating the people that you have right now because Mm -hmm. you know you just never know what can happen tomorrow and we don't want anything like we're not wishing anything bad we don't want anything bad to happen but you know we see these things so many times and you know just always let people know how much they mean to you while they're mm-hmm. here now you know yeah because um, I, I mean what I saw when I was actually reading the articles about George Floyd and so many other people I was actually talking to somebody who knew I think Philando Castile like and uh, it was like these people are all talking about them with this incredible light yeah. you know like they were these amazing people but no one got a chance to know that um, while they were here yeah. on our end, you know, as the as the recipients of the story later, mm-hmm. we didn't get a chance to know that because he was killed, just because he was black. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and it's just like, no. We, we're going to keep living. We're going to, you know, keep being smart. We're going to keep loving. We're going to keep being open. And we're going to keep um, you know, growing and finding solutions to our problems and um, uniting every day. Yeah. And I know our time is coming up, but I know one last thing is just to let everybody know that hate is not the answer. We will not solve anything through hate. No. Love is the answer. And just, like I said, finding new solutions instead of, you know, being angry and upset all day and not really doing anything, just, you know, just being angry. Let's find solutions because this needs to end. Because if we allow this to continue, imagine the space that our children later on line or, you know, our nieces and nephews and little cousins are going to be living in if we don't do something about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. This was great, Shalane. Oh, no problem. Thank you for calling me today. Like, this was all your idea. Like, and I was like, yeah, we can do it. Come on. Like, because this is serious. This is serious. And I know I had a, um, an episode last season where I talked about this, but like I said, it's, it's, we're, we're getting tired now. 
we're getting tired. I mean, we've been tired. I think that's the thing. Extremely tired. tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we extremely tired. We're right. like, we exhausted. Well, like, we, we are. We're exhausted. And we don't want to keep I, losing men because who knows? One day we can lose the man who we love. And we don't want that. And it's no, sad to yeah. even have lost the ones before. Like, they should not have gone that way. They should still mm-hmm. be here right now. Mm-hmm. But we can't live in the past, so we just got to keep moving in the present and make things better for the future. Um, And, you know, our heart goes out to all of the families that have lost their loved ones to this violence. And we just pray that you can get through this trying time and, you know, come out on top of it. Yeah, I actually want to just share as the last thing I'm saying that I am about to create a project, um, just a visual project um, about how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll be posting that on my Instagram, which is Faye the Realist, F-A-Y-T-H-E-R-E-A-L-I-S-T, for those who don't know. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to put it out. <laughs> But yeah, so I think we're done here. And thank you for coming again, Faye. And she probably going to be back again, y'all. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> no, thank you again. again for having me. Thank you for going with them. You know, let me run with this idea um, and assisting me with the execution. And thank you to everybody who reached out to Shalea um, about loving our last episode. Yes. Like, we really appreciated that feedback. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all for y'all support. Like, we really appreciate y'all. Like, yeah. it was amazing. And you know, I never knew when I started this podcast that people would actually want to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here we are. And now we are out, guys. Yes. Bye. See you next week. All right. Peace. Peace.